dear Catherine, I have great hopes for this year's episode of I'll Be Pod for Castmas, though not great expectations, which might, like the cherry orchard, have to wait for another year. This Christmas in July, we'll be discussing Jane Austen's persuasion alongside what Jane Austen might call the natural sequel of an unnatural beginning. That is, the Netflix Christmas special, The Princess Switch 2, switched again! I'm Juliet. And I'm Catherine. And we're I'll Be Pod for Castmas, a seasonal podcast where we overanalyze Christmas pop songs and movies. Put them into conversation with some unlikely pieces of literature. Don't be a cringe! Join us on I'll Be Pod for Castmas on the Moonshot Podcast Network. Riley. Yeah, Andrew? Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but I just don't know how to start it. So, Riley, uh, yeah. I was about to say your mother and I have been talking, but I realized <laughs> that that like, uh, wouldn't sound like a fun like sitcom-y thing. Yeah, it would sound she... like a, a cry for help. Yeah, um, how's she doing? <laughs> yeah, bad news. Uh, you know, Riley, uh, your, your parents and I have been talking, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but you've been a very good boy this year. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm doing my best. I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to say that uh, you can have free reign. Okay. You've done a great job of staying on uh, on topic and on format for a good couple episodes now. So how are you liking homeownership? Andrew, I have a suggestion here from uh, from Tumblr. It's, it's a suggestion from Electric Gaunt, and it says podcast, uh, discussion podcast for those children's shows that you remember like a fever dream. Do you have a... Uh... I was... Uh, I'm... Tr- I'm, I'm- <laughs> I'm trying, Riley. I okay. <laughs> Never mind. Let me talk to you about Little Nemo in Slumberland. Um, a I, show that I remember like it's a fever dream because I'm pretty sure it was. Do you know how hard it was for me to not take you up on that and talk to you about that? And like, no, we have to stay on topic. And it's hard enough that I broke immediately. Because- no, Riley. Little little Nemo. He's a little kid that has a bed that he flies around on. <gasps> it was worth it. Yeah, is this so, what you prefer? Is this what you want? Is this another Jesus guy? Another like VeggieTales type uh, scenario? I I don't think so. I don't think that there's any kind of like this isn't this isn't a uh, little emo in JROTC. Yeah, this isn't a this isn't a Bible man where you're just like as a kid like boy I sure get to see all these cool shows and you wake up and it's like oh one of those seven programs made for homeschool kids. <laughs> No, Little Nemo in Slumberland is a uh, my my mom recorded uh, two animated tapes off of uh, the television. One was the Brave Little Toaster, and one was Little Nemo's Adventures in Slumberland. Um, <laughs> two tight, they're 
two titans of children's entertainment. Yeah, Brave Little Toaster has that one scene that everyone is scared of about the clown and the like water. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly oh, what you're talking about. Mandy s- Mandy talks about it a lot because she hates the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, also there's a scene with a with a there's there's one scene with a big magnet that's scary and then another scene where um a uh, a a a vacuum eats its own cord or an uh, air conditioner screams to death. Yes. Um God, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in that movie. Anyways, <laughs> Little Nemo and Slumberland is like entirely that. It is only scenes that are that scene. There's Ooh. so much fun stuff in Brave Little Toaster too. None of the fun stuff is in Little Nemo. All of it is just terrifying. You're just saying Little Nemo? Shit. Okay, I thought you'd been saying Little Emo. <laughs> I was imagining like a little emo boy going around. No, I was wondering where you were coming from. No, Little Nemo, uh, which made it hard to. Uh, as a kid, I was like, how do I search for this thing? I think there was a movie about a kid named Nemo, and you Google it, and you're like, yeah, it's the fish, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's the fish, you dumb shit. Look at that big crab, or like lobster, shrimp. Yeah. This thing's wild. They, you, <laughs> you watched this? <laughs> Yeah, I think my mom recorded it. I think it was kind of a watership down scenario where my mom was like, "Oh yeah, this is a uh this is a um a kids movie. It's it's cartoon, right?" And uh turns out it was actually kind of creepy. That's that's how me and my like literally all my cousins and I have a shared memory that we razz our grandma for all the time where she took us all the spirited away uh when it was in theaters and we have mm-hmm. never forgiven her for that. <laughs> <laughs> All four of us came out of that horrified and traumatized. And every once in a while, my sister would be like, you remember that fucked up movie with the pig? And I was like, yeah, I do. The girl was like, I thought it was for kids. <laughs> it's so funny because Spirited Away is like such a, a classic, iconic film that, yeah. that like it's funny that it exists as just like that fucked up pig movie in your sister's brain. Yeah, in my sister and my cousin's brain. Like all four of us sit around and are like it's that it's that movie where your parents will get turned into pigs and there's nothing you can do about it. You work here now, you little <laughs> shit. Everything is hell and you'll die like this. Little Nemo yeah, and the basically. Guardians of Slumberland on Steam. What? By Diesoft. Explore Dreamworld as the iconic little Nemo, armed with toys, candy, and stuffed animals in this cute and colorful Metroidvania adventure. They made a little Nemo Metroidvania. It is play. It is currently. It is. It is. They have the Steam page up, but it is not uh, officially released. They are making a little Nemo Metroidvania. That's weirder. <laughs> it's it's not an old one. It's like a Cuphead looking. Oh shit! This doesn't even look like my kid. Hold on. Did they just? Did they're they gonna, just steal the name Little Nemo in Slumberland? Well, no, because I think it's probably a story that's public domain. Most importantly, well, this doesn't even look like the. It doesn't even look like the story. If you take too much damage, you'll wake up back in Nemo's bedroom. Inspired well, by Winsor McKay's Little Nemo comics. Sorry, this doesn't look like the Little Nemo comics. Riley, they're ruining my childhood. Sorry, hold on. I think I hear a storm siren. Legitimately? Yeah. Yes, I do. One second. Sorry. Let me check my phone. Yeah. You just rip on little Nemo a little bit. Riley went to go uh, 
Randy went to go check on a tornado outside. So that might be the last I ever heard of them. Uh, their last words might be, you just riff on Little Nemo a little bit. I would like to honor their last request, uh, but the problem is that I have not seen this movie since I was six, and I've blocked it out of my memory due to trauma. So, Finding Nemo is about a fish. Okay, well, the weather, the emergency weather radio is playing a commercial. <laughs> so I guess it's not that fucking important. <laughs> I opened up the NOAA weather radio. And it's good. Whether you're doing a dance or you're working on your bike, Peloton is the way to go. And I'm like, excuse me, hi, is there a tornado? <laughs> okay, here. This broadcast is brought to you by Squarespace, where you can put together all sorts of interesting creations to build your, on- <laughs> your online portfolio out. For example, we built stormtracker.org, a website that you can use to see if there's been a storm near you anytime recently. That's a warning. That's the bad one. Is that is that where you are? I'm in. I think I'm northwestern. Um. Won't you leave the podcast? I'm gonna pause and I'll be right back. All right. I hope you will. <laughs> I will. Andrew, do you want to ask me that question again? Uh, hey Riley, how's homeownership <laughs> treating you? Well. <laughs> It's fine. The tornado has passed me. But for a second there, we were set up for the funniest kind of open and shut. I would have high hoed right there tomorrow, I think. But from a mo- from like a cell phone call, I think. <laughs> it would have been uh honestly, I uh you you um I said how's homeownership treating you? You said I'm gonna talk about that right now. And then air raid sirens went off and a hurricane came in. <laughs> and honestly, if you'd had your house knocked down right then, it would have been the funniest uh payoff really to funny. a joke setup. And like so, I would have you know I would have acknowledged that after getting over the horror of what happened, I would finish the episode for Friday's release. Yeah, I'm <laughs> really sad your house didn't blow down in a tornado, Riley. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. You know what? We should we should be honest with each other. I'm sad you didn't lose your home. <laughs> so so uh, you know we just got the fence repaired, and so like I was really like you know the fence I think will protect me here. <laughs> um, hey everyone, <laughs> this will impact the podcast vines recording. I think. Um, Oh fuck. Yeah, so that's very funny. Um Andrew Oh ownership's been going pretty well. Like I just said, I got the fence repaired. Um that's been a thing. I've had to fix so much shit around my fucking house. Have you had to? Or like how's that's the thing I kinda wanna get a gauge for. I feel like every week I'm calling another goddamn contractor. <laughs> I are are you? So uh Tell me we- you are, Andrew. So, uh, yeah, just to, just to chat, though, we met a lot of friends during the home buying process, so we just got each up. No, um, so we bought the place, and uh, we had, like, a long ways of occupancy before we got the house. So uh, now that we're actually in it, we've, like, had a couple of we, – we had to fix up a couple things. Uh, we had to get uh, some – we found out we had mold in our roof. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um 
but then we also like we knew we had to get like a, a new hot water heater replaced and knew we had to get uh just some like while the while the plumber's in, there's a couple pipes we might want to take a look at. <laughs> I got some like other that. shit I'd like you to take a peek at while you're available. <laughs> yeah, just while you're in my house, I might as well just like, hey, well, you got the pipe out. Like, could you cut one here too? <laughs> um, but we, it, it, the big asterisk of like, aside from uh, learning that we had mold in our attic that we had to get that replaced, and it's a actually a sizable asterisk because that cost about the same amount as all of the other contractors we had to take care of too (laughs) um but like with the with the with the exception of that we're okay except that we have a mystery uh a a mystery outlet that does some funky things in our bedroom (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) what the fuck do you mean funky things so we have a uh so, you know, you've got the, the circuit box in the basement, right? We we have one in our basement. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. where you have it, but you know what I'm talking about. You got the box yeah, full yeah, of circuits. Yeah. And, we uh, had to get ours replaced. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, they're, they're fun little boxes because I don't know if yours is set up the same way that ours is, but ours is like um, uh, uh, most of it makes sense. We are just like, this circuit is for the washing machine. This circuit <laughs> uh-huh. is for the downstairs lights. This circuit mm-hmm. is for... Mm-hmm. right like yeah 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 no i know exactly what you're talking about yeah all the breakers are for the individual rooms and they're labeled we have one breaker that's basically miscellaneous uh <laughs> because it controls the light to our stairwell uh the lights that go outside for both of or all three doors that open outside and have a, a light uh-huh. um the bedroom the bathroom attached to the bedroom, the office, and I believe our doorbell. <laughs> so just kind of like uh, we we had the extra ones put on this guy. We had one really long wire, so we just hooked up all the rest to it. <laughs> I, Andrew, so I know I know exactly what you're talking about here because so since we had to get ours fully replaced, we so we've since realized that our home has been wired by a madman. <laughs> by some sort of Dr. Doofenshmirtz looking motherfucker <laughs> who's decided to try to ruin my life. Because let me tell you, A, since we got it replaced, all the old labels are gone. So we've had to label them. The problem is, it seems to be left and right. This one does the left side of the house in its entirety. This one does it the right side of the house in its entirety. And then there are 10 more <laughs> that are questionable. And feel like they change which things they affect. Fun. It's been a fucking nightmare, dude. Even (laughs) when the electrician was over, he's like, okay, so I'm going to sit here and I'm going to flip these on and off. And you tell me what turns on and off. And I was like, absolutely, totally. He's like, all right, what's that? It's a Mario Party minigame. Yeah, he's like, what did that do? And I was like, nothing. Nothing? Yeah, nothing. He's like, okay, what did that one do? That one turned off the oven and all the lower lights in the kitchen. Okay, what did this one do? That one turned off all the, like all the ho- all the lights in the basement, the second floor, and the bathroom. Okay, what did that do? All the lights in the kitchen, all of them. But that's what the other one did. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we did that for thirty minutes, and now we have four things labeled AC question <laughs> mark. Well, the thing is, it's it, your your home is set up like a video game where uh, you have to flip four different switches in order yeah. to turn on the AC. 
<laughs> I have to get like if I want to get this one, I'm gonna turn this off, this on, this off, and this on, and then we'll only get the turn blue off key. the <laughs> See, the secret is I just slap the whole house off every time I need to do anything. <laughs> just like boom. Yeah, you wouldn't want to get a quarter electrocuted by. Uh, whoops! <laughs> I flipped three of the four AC switches. I've reset the fucking clocks on the oven so many times. <laughs> we uh we don't have anything near that bad, but we do have uh I've I've discovered that one of the outlets in our bedroom is load bearing. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> so this outlet uh I found that only one outlet works at a time. Um and it depends on like so if you plug one in that one's good if you plug another outlet in one of them is going to work there's no uh real telling which one it's going to be but also if you don't have anything plugged into that outlet power doesn't work in the bathroom <laughs> now that doesn't seem to be how any of this should work. You know, I agree. I was uh, I was fiddling with our electric our like I like unplugged my cell phone charger one day and I was like that's weird. Why did the room get less bright? Did it turn off the <laughs> lamp or something? And then I realized, no, the light is no longer shining through the bathroom. <laughs> so That's I just not took, good. <laughs> I, I just took that outlet. I plugged in a surge protector and I was like, great. This is that now. This and is I great. can't unplug it because that will undo my bathroom lights. We're going to have so many people messaging us just like horrified for the places we live in now after this, which is going to be awesome because hopefully some people will have advice for us. Um, I'm I'm excited. Uh, uh, Skeet me. (laughs) I had this thing, like a similar thing the other day where like I have a a bedroom fan, a fan and light combination in the uh, in the up in like the guest room. Uh And then I also or Mandy's office slash guest room, whatever, however we want to phrase it. Uh, and then I have a light above the sink. The two things cannot work at the same time. I okay. don't know how they're connected, but they clearly are. I've turned on the light and it doesn't work. And then I've turned off the fan and it, the light above the stove does work. And it d- d- there's no fucking rhyme or reason to any of this shit, dude. <laughs> so the thing is, they're both on a quarter of two different circuit breakers. Uh, what you're going to want to do if you go to the basement and flip A, B, and D, and then just jiggle C a little bit. The worst part is when you have an electrician and he sits there for 30 minutes like working with it. And he's like, I'll be real with you. I can't figure it out. Yeah, it, it <laughs> sucks when you have someone come in who's a professional at a thing and they come in and they're just like, oh, I don't know what to tell you. Someone did it bad 40 years ago and uh, it's under walls now. So you could turn it. You could break it down. You can burn this place and start over. And that's going to be more effective than anything I do. That has been my experience with every contractor who comes in here and looks in like, did you do this? And I go, no, no, I bought the place. And they go, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, man, fuck off, dude. Come on. (laughs) We had I don't know if I've told this on the podcast. We had a fake drain out back by the steps. This was a fake drain. A fake drain. We had the house inspector come in. He looked at everything. He's like, okay, you're going to have to get this drain cleared out because it's full of like shit and like uh, leaves. And we're like, okay, cool. I can hire a fucking plumber to come clear this out. Absolutely. We call him out. He comes out. He's like, okay, sure. Oh, I can't find where it connects to the pipe. So I imagine it's probably a clay pipe and it's kind of deteriorated. So we're just going to need to reconnect them. I'll have to come back tomorrow. Me leave. He comes back tomorrow with his crew. 
and they 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 bust it out and i hear like the hey boss can you come down here real quick and i come down there and he's like i'm so sorry this isn't connected to anything they dug a hole in the ground and put a drain cover on it to pass inspection i'm so sorry <laughs> and i was like oh oh shit okay well is there damage to the foundation? And they're like, because I know that's a bad thing to hear. Uh-huh. And he goes, no, no, not yet. So that's good. Um, and I was like, okay, what are our options? And he's like, we could either burrow through all the walls in the basement to get to the sump pump in the crawl space, or we could install another sump pump. And I was like, well, the second one then, that isn't burrow through every wall. And he's like, okay. And he's, he quoted me a, a, a number that stressed me out. And I said, I'll have to talk to my wife because I know we have to do it. And he looked so sad. And he, then he gave me a number that was significantly lower. And he's like, will that work? And I'm like, yeah, thank yeah, thank you. <laughs> Which is like, it's nice, but also it's not good when he's pitying me. You know what I mean? <laughs> when he does the haggle down, you know it's bad. I yeah, I can't believe you got Montreal screw jobbed. <laughs> dude, dude. We had the attic guys come in, the roofing guys, and they were like, there's no vents in the attic. And I was like, nah, dude, there's none. You open that up and it's a wall of heat. That's that's what happened to us, which is why uh, I assume it's why we had mold is that they had like, you know, our bathrooms have fans that water vapor goes up through when you take a shower uh-huh. or whatever, but it doesn't go anywhere. So it just sits. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could have, <laughs> I could have, you could take a fork and just like plug a couple holes in there and it would have done a better job than whatever they left us with. Yeah, dude. And so they installed the, they like. We had the, they installed a bunch of attic vents and then like so it's the electrician, the plumber, the attic vent guy. Uh, our we have a huge window in the front of our house that is very pretty, but it's single pane glass. Do you know what that means, Andrew? Oh, it means it's going to be a bitch to replace. It is a a bitch to replace. B, it will shatter at the lightest provocation. Yes. And C, it does nothing to maintain to insulate. Right, it is yeah. letting hot air in, cold air out. It is having the time of its fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like that is like a we need to get that replaced pretty quickly because that's going to cut our heating and air conditioning bills down quite a uh-huh. bit. And that is also a heavy thing. And on top of this all, Andrew, on top of this all, this house has two fireplaces. Neither of them work. Yeah, they both condemned. So one of them is on the is on the top floor. Already an insane place for a That's, fireplace to be. <laughs> that was the thing. Uh, you showed me pictures of your house, and I could not figure out the layout of the house because I was like, it looks like these <laughs> stairs go up to here, but that can't be the case because there's a fireplace up there. In what used to be the primary bedroom, they had a fucking fireplace with tile wall just in that one section. That fireplace has a cracked back on it. And which is fine. I wasn't going to use the top floor fireplace anyway. No, you weren't going to light a little fire, then sit and record a podcast. Yeah, it's a, we put our we put my fucking toy shelf in front of it because we we're like we want to cover this shit up. <laughs> um, and the downstairs fireplace doesn't have a chimney; it just vents immediately out of the wall. So I just have a little doggy door in the side of my fucking house. <laughs> and so, like, we have to like. There's the two binds. One is. How much does it cost to remove a fireplace? The answer is seven to ten thousand. 
I don't have that money. Yeah. Second question. How much does it cost to draw, to get a siding and drywall person to correctly cover up the hole in the wall and then just have two fireplace-like fixtures in my home? And the answer to that is a lot more affordable. <laughs> we, uh... So we have uh, our our fireplace is also condemned, which is um, which is weird because they photoshopped a fire into our house listings <laughs> is something we realized in hindsight. Um, <laughs> we can't let them know. We can't let them know. Because we yeah, like Sam and I, we were like when when they told us like, oh, by the way, the thing is con- like, it's condemned. It's got like. Uh, in a spot that is like too far up to get to from inside the house, but too far down to get to from like the top of a chimney going uh-huh. down, right? Uh, there's just like a big gap between uh, brick that like is just a big hole uh, where through the brick you just see wood. And so if we if we were to light a fire, uh, prob- the heat would go up and then over and then light our entire house on fire. Just immediately incinerate your fucking home, dude. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh, God, to, like we we had contractors come in and take a look and say like, hey, what's because we knew that there was like a busted like gas fireplace insert, and we were like, what would what would the cost be to re- to repair that or to replace mm-hmm. it? Right, like. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. this workable. Just give me a fucking quote. Like, let me know what I'm dealing with. And instead, the guy handed us a piece of paper that was like, I need you to sign here to acknowledge that we have condemned your uh, chimney. And that, like, if you light a fire, it's your fault, not ours. Uh, so I've officially signed a paperwork saying that, yes, part of my house is condemned, <laughs> uh, which is a fun <laughs> thing to do immediately after spending a lot of money. Um, all of your money actually uh, is basically yeah, what happened. All uh, of it. it. It's all fucking gone, and then they ask for more. And I literally can't light it on fire. Um, no, but I, I, but no, it's the same thing where it's like, well, we could remove the fireplace and chimney. That's gonna take a lot. Uh huh. Or That's we can a- we can install a fake fireplace in place of our real fireplace. <laughs> We can just put in a little fireplace insert so that it looks like we have a wood-burning fireplace stove in our wood-burning fireplace stove. I, honest to God, put a shelf over it. That's what I did. I forget this thing exists now except for the ugly-ass tile. (laughs) The the, the shelf is directly in front of it. It's covered. I don't have to fucking look at it. It's gone. I'm thinking about it. I, we have brick, which is nice but very out of place mm-hmm. um the i i will say i don't have a lot of the like you moved into your place and it sounds like a lot of your place is kind of a um saying your place is a fixer-upper sounds like an insult and i don't mean it like that but like I there's know, a lot no, of no i know a it, lot of a projects lot of, you want to take on right a lot of projects that we want to take on a lot of projects that we have to do and like it wasn't pitched to us as a fixer-upper because obviously we wouldn't have taken it because we don't have that kind of like backbone or money but like it's not like so it's not that bad it's like livable but there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done to get it a clean bill of health and frankly where it is right now it basically has a clean bill of health but we had to get it there (laughs) we we found a stray animal that had been that had been taken care of by a horrible person (laughs) and then rented out to other horrible people (laughs) and now we're here and taking care of everything and it seems to mostly be okay. <laughs> yeah, so we have our place like 
the last people that owned it did all of that. And so there's a lot of like, there are a lot of DIY home fixes in our house that are not how we would have done it. But (laughs) in order to go in and like fix it or change it, it is like we're ripping out a bunch of stuff to put in something new. And the stuff that we're ripping out is like fairly new inserts anyway. So it's not worth like... Mm-hmm. taking it on even though there's a bunch of stuff like the we've got you know gray fake wood vinyl floors you know um, yeah yeah we're about to put that in the basement except it's fake tile but yeah yeah we don't like it but like it's a big project if we're going to replace it and <laughs> yeah yeah it is like newly laid out it's not new mm-hmm. new but like uh it is not like boy they've sure got old floors here it it feels mm-hmm. like it's not quite the like landlord flip special or anything like that. This isn't a, this isn't an Airbnb where someone's giving up the ghost, but it is like a, like, okay, they thought they could do it themselves and they got a B plus. Mm-hmm. is I have to now live with a B plus. You don't want a B plus. Exactly. Exactly. And like he, the thing that's kind of more lucky for me is like, I have a home warranty. I bought, I, I got a home warranty for the first year, which means if something breaks, I can write a little thing. They'll send a dude out. And that dude will fix it. We we did that for air conditioning, and he fixed our air conditioning, and it only cost us a hundred instead yeah. of like the thousand or a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like their shit, they seem to have sold this place right as everything started to break, which is kind of great for us because we have the home warranty and we can say, hey, it's starting to break. <laughs> and they go, all right, well we gotta fix it because we said we would. You're in a position where nothing's about to break. It's just like hella inconvenient. Yeah, our our stuff, and I, I will say we're very lucky that like um, all of our stuff is just like fairly new to the point that we were like, I I don't I don't remember if we went for a home warranty just because we were just like mm-hmm. all of these appliances are like still within their warranty, so mm-hmm. I don't think we really need like the title company to replace it. I think we're just good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. You know, you gave my home some slight ribbing. I deliver it back to you now. Yeah, there's a, yeah, yeah. There's a hallway in your home that is kind of like built like a fun house. Oh, <laughs> if, 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 oh, by all means, I could, if, if I somehow won an HGTV sweepstakes tomorrow, um, that money would be gone in an instant because I know exactly what to fix. And that hallway is the first thing. <laughs> Listener, it is a hallway. <laughs> That is one size. It looks so long. <laughs> Due to a little trick of perspective. <laughs> it starts normal size, and then it gets a little thinner, and a little thinner, and a little thinner. And then it ends. <laughs> and you, you're like, wow, that goes down a lot deeper than I thought the house did. Yeah, we've got the, the hallway from House of Leaves in our house. Uh, that hallway is terrible for uh, getting furniture in. Because oh God. it's 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 a thin ish hallway that gets thinner the further down you go. So you look at the door and you're just like, I could get a couch through that door. And then you get down the hallway and you're like, wait a minute, how does the couch no longer fit in this hallway? Yeah, I'm like picturing I'm picturing the trying to get a couch into like that back left room. You know what I mean? Uh and like Yeah, we we bought an IKEA thing and like bought in box by box because we know that we're not getting a couch out. <laughs> Yeah, it's I I can picture that in my mind because it's like there's nowhere to pivot, nowhere to turn. We have like we have you've seen my big gray couch, right? Yeah, I've seen pictures. 
It's like 89 inches across. Wow, you've never been to my home. I forgot that. Goddamn. No, we've we been gotta, by twice, and you've never invited us up. We got to remedy that. Uh, this this bad boy is 89 inches across and is super deep. And it's like a huge, like very long, very deep couch. We we got at a sale and has now made us three moves with us. Hell yeah. And I refused to get rid of, rid of it. Mandy was like, well, that, that's not going to fit in the house. Like, we, it's not going to fucking work. And I was like, it fit five floors upstairs in an apartment <laughs> complex. It's that's, going to fit in the house. That's where that big window pane comes into play. <laughs> that... When we were leaving Chicago, I was like, what if we just cracked open the window and pulley systemed it down? And she was like, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> we got we, it up the stairs. We'll get it down the stairs. <laughs> uh, we bought a couch for this place. I don't know if it was here when you all were here, um, but we we got it and brought it in. And in order to get it inside, we had to uh, bring it through the window, which I know because I've seen the big gate, the big gouges <laughs> taken out of our uh <laughs> the, the door frames when they tried to bring it in through the front door. <laughs> have you done any like uh have you done any painting or anything? Anything like that? Any cosmetic stuff? We painted a couple rooms when we moved in. I painted the uh the, the studio that people have seen mm-hmm. as I've done some yeah. Twitch streams. Uh we painted that a color called grayish. Um did the doors do doors still blue? Uh, so yeah, doors are still fine. We did a little bit of touch up there. The thing with the basement is that, uh, the, the teenager that lived here, I believe her hobby was poking holes in the wall. Um, uh, yep. these walls are more plaster than they are drywall at this point. Um, <laughs> just as we've like replaced it and then painted over and then replaced it and painted over. Um, but we painted a little bit in the, in the bedroom. We painted in our guest room. Um, we didn't, we didn't paint too much. Uh, we, my my wife's dad, my father-in-law, that's his title. Yeah. Uh, he came <laughs> and he did a lot of like little trim touch-up, and I mm-hmm. think that that paint sucks because all of the touch-up is like started to peel. Um, oh, good. <laughs> and some of our doors are starting to stick, or I'm just like, hmm. I think that this paint is causing issues that we weren't expecting when we moved in. <laughs> we just uh, painted our front door. Is the thing we did um we painted each of the outside doors to our to our home and garage as as a nice little purple color because we were like we want to we we want to make a a loud statement to say hello we are here we own the place and we are going to take care of it (laughs) because like our neighbors our neighbors keep seeing like we're seeing us and we're like hey owners oh thank god and i've been like slowly pouring out more and more information about how fucked everyone who was here was (laughs) And like, man, the backyard, the backyards and it's just a mess. It's like mostly dirt and mud because like it's we're on a hill, which is great because I never have to worry about a sump pump. But because now I have two of them. You famous <laughs> last words. I'm going to listeners. If you could clip that and send that back to me real quick. I'd like to have <laughs> that audio to use against Riley when it, they least expect it. Take the one earlier as well. So when my house is then destroyed by a tornado, we have <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll win the Discover Pod. <laughs> pod chasers. No wait, I don't like that one. Yeah, I, I yeah. Andrew, to 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 pivot off of homes, I just had some information come up on my screen, and I would like to share it with you. Oh goody! Yeah, you're still under the uh, tornado watch. Is that right? <laughs> no, no, tornado watch is gone. Tornado watch is out of here. Okay, but um. I wanted to let you know that it finally happened. Nathan oh? Fillion's a Green Lantern. Just not the one you'd expect. 
They're casting Nathan Fillion as Guy Gardner. <laughs> noted redhead Guy Gardner oh, with a noted boy. face shape. <laughs> James Gunn is like, I'm making it happen. The problem is Nathan Fillion's 15 years older than he was when we wanted him to play uh, Green Lantern. So here we go, I guess. <laughs> they, Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. Noted 52-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, they could have they could have had him as Kyle. That would have been worse. I I I don't know the Green Lanterns. That's fair. That's fair. Kyle Rayner is an art student who is given a ring because he's like, "Hey, you're all that I got left, buddy. You take this. You figure it out." I I grew up with uh, the Justice League cartoon, uh, <laughs> so every time I uh, every time people are just like talking about like casting news for a Green Lantern movie, my first thought is that we're gonna get John Stewart green lantern yeah and so and it, it's a, every time it throws me when i'm just like oh it's one of the white ones i don't know any of their names they're all air force guys i'm pretty sure um all of them use the ring as a gun i don't i don't know them two out of three of them but yes they, that is the thing is like they built like a huge cultural monolith in people's idea of green green lantern as john stewart and then like the guy like i think what fucking jeff johns or whatever was like but I really like Hal Jordan, and I feel like every person is like, I don't. <laughs> no, no one else likes Hal Jordan. Everyone's like, you want Green Lantern to be just like all the other superheroes, right? The There's wisecracking four. guy with the glowy suit. There's four more interesting Green Lanterns. <laughs> and fucking every time I get high, I'm Hal Jordan, the one who goes evil and kills everyone. <laughs> fucking bastard shit andrew now that we're 40 minutes into a podcast <laughs> yeah you got a podcast pitch for me <laughs> um oh i do andrew this suggestion comes into us from tumblr via marn oh, i thought you uh, were who- i thought you were joking here i think we're wrapping this one up i don't think we have Uh-oh. <laughs> I can't tell you about a podcast where you try to convince your listener that your co-host is just a sock puppet you've been keeping up for years. I, you know, you don't want to do the big reveal that, I, <laughs> that I'm just the guy. Andrew's like, I just want to argue with a guy every Thursday for the rest of time. <laughs> it's All truly it it it's such a funny idea because if if you were my sock puppet account. That is the most pathetic I could be is like, I've made a sock puppet who's more charismatic than me, uh, more interesting to listen to than me. And I hate them every time I record with them, but they are my best work. I promise these are all compliments. That was unnecessarily mean to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I will agree that people do hate me. (laughs) I. Lights. Camera. Adaptations.
Ever watched your favorite book become a movie and said, huh, well that certainly was a weird decision? Of course you have. Hollywood is constantly making changes for their adaptations, and this podcast aims to answer the question of why. Join host Emma Shannon and a different guest every month on Unnatural Selection, a new Moonshot Network podcast, as they talk about a film, its source material, and what makes an adaptation good, faithful, and less commonly, good and faithful. Check out episode one, coming to a podcatcher near you on February 15th.